Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Give and Grow Daily Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about how to develop an unstoppable mindset. So the big question is this, how are passionate and inspiring people just like us getting paid to help people change their lives? How do we turn our expertise and experience into a business? How do we market in a way that lets us get our message out into the world yet still be profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is John Diaz, and welcome to the Give and Grow Daily Podcast. All right, everyone, let's go ahead and get started. Um, this one's a pretty cool one. This one happened not that long ago, and um, it made a huge change in my life, and you know, I want to share that with you. If this is your first episode, I'd actually recommend you go back to episode 41. We started talking about the six habits um, that I learned that, that changed my life, right? The six habits that have made me successful, and, um, have, and each time that I go away from these habits is when I start failing, right? So I wanted to share those things with you. So if this is your first episode, Go back to episode 41 so you can actually go through the whole series. Um, if not, let's go ahead and get started. Um, and as you know, we always kind of start with story time. <laughs> All right. So I just kind of want to put you put you where I was at this point in my life. Right. So um, actually, so after I left Carnival Cruise Lines and I kind of started on this entrepreneur world, I um, we took off to Peru. We were in Peru for about a month um, and we came back Um I still hadn't figured out the plan, what I was going to be doing, right? We just knew that we had bought a, uh, a domain, we were starting a blog, and, and it was kind of like trying to understand what that blog was going to be about and how I was going to deliver content and give back to others. All right, so so we came back, and after I left Carnival, right, we, uh, we, had, we had a really good amount of money saved in our savings account, so we decided that I had until September, right, I left in, in, in May, Right? I had left Carnival in May, and we decided I had until September to figure out before I had to go back to, to a corporate job. And, um, and the reason we, we said this was because by then we would have supposedly should have used half of our, of our savings, right? So we didn't want to go down to zero. We wanted to only use half. And um, right, so when we came back from Peru, it was now it's like July, and, and, and it's getting closer, and I still haven't figured out. I, you know, I don't know what we're going to do, so I decided that I needed to... I needed to just develop new habits, right? That I needed to do different things, and I needed to to be a better version of myself so that I could figure this out. And um, you know, I, the re- solely, like honestly, I just wanted to make sure that I that I was winning, right? That I that I did things well. I needed to provide for my family, right? But deep inside, at this point in my life, right? Like I I I've, I don't feel like I've accomplished anything by myself right like any huge goals right like i i never finished school um there was a lot of things that i would start and never never kind of finish right when when i was deeply obsessed into baseball um i got to a point where i couldn't play baseball anymore i didn't make the the i didn't make the jv team then the next year i made the jv team but i didn't make the varsity team um i didn't go and play baseball in college so there was little things that throughout my life i kind of had felt that way and um you know so 
deep inside, like one of the reasons that I wanted to make this work so much was not only did I want to win, right? But deep inside, I wanted to be able to have a confidence that I could achieve or make my dreams come true, right? I, I just felt like there was something there that I was missing. And, and this was my opportunity to to show myself that I could do this, right? If I could develop this, then I could do this. And and I just remember like that timeline coming up and I was like, man, I was getting closer to September and, and I needed to dig in and, 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 and find out what, how I was going to do this. I was like, man, I need to figure out the how. And um, I just remember, um, you know, kind of like for, as I feel like most entrepreneurs, right? Like you kind of, whenever you're in a down place or, or you know you need something, you kind of start looking for motivation on YouTube. I feel like YouTube tends to be the, the, the source for motivation. And um, sure enough, I found, I, right after Kobe Bryant had retired, I became, it's funny because I, I was never a Kobe Bryant fan until he actually, he retired. And then I started seeing different things that he was doing, especially with storytelling. And, you know, he had the, the podcast for the kids. And I thought that was really cool. The, 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 the punies if you've never listened to the punies i highly recommend you go listen to the punies no matter what age you are especially if you're a parent put that on for your kids it's amazing um but i just felt like right like so the point is i right after he retired i started really listening to him and i would go and kind of find him, and i wanted to learn more about him because i felt like he was just a he was someone that 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 really made his dreams come true and um he he started talking about one. I, I heard one of his talks, and and he talked about how the reason that he was really bad at basketball when he was at eleven. That is specifically, there was a summer camp that um it was like the best people in Philadelphia. That's where he was, and when he was eleven, he during that uh, season he didn't score one point, right? And that he was frustrated, and when he looked at it, he thought of it as like, okay, this is just simple math, right? Like all these other kids are just athletic. Um, all I have to do is put in more repetitions than anyone else. I have to outwork everyone else. And all I have to do is just show up more times than they have. And 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 that's all it is, right? He kept on saying that it was just math, right? So it if the way that... He, and, and it's crazy because now I'm piecing it together with other things that I heard and everything just kind of makes sense, right? And and I'll, I'll share with you how, how the Europeans work out compared to... Uh, European Olympic lifters compared to, to the Americans... And um, this was something else that I picked up on another video, right? I was on YouTube as well. I was listening to Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan had a had someone come on, and they mentioned that the Americans, the way that the Americans train, is that they 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 try to go a hundred percent each workout, right? And um, and that leads them to only be able to work out one, two to three times a week because their body is so sore, right? So they go a hundred percent. While the uh, the Russians, right, which was their main competition, and the Russians kept on winning, um, winning um, Olympic medals, was that the Russians go seventy percent, right? And what they do is that they don't they they go up up until they feel seventy percent, um, you know, tired, right? And their body reaches seventy percent, but they do it every single day, right? So what ends up happening, right? And the example is very simple, right? Like if I do a bicep curl. And I and I and I only do weight that allows me to go a hundred percent. Then my body's gonna be so tired that for the next two or three days I'm gonna need to recover, so I'm not gonna be able to do that bicep curl, right? But the Russians, the way that they do it is they go seventy percent, so they show up daily for three hundred and sixty-five days, right? So um, if let's say there's fifty-two weeks in a month, and I can only do bicep bicep curls twice a week, that's a hundred. I only did a hundred and four. I only showed up a hundred and four times. 
while the Russians showed up 365 times, right? So while, like, just if you understand this, this goes a huge way, right? So if you understand that it's just math, right? It's it's literally just math, and that I can outperform someone in a year if I just show up consistently and I practice the same thing consistently, then I'll be successful. And when he said that, it was it was it, it made perfect sense to me, right? I've always been a math person. I was like, okay, I understand what he's saying, and that was kind of like a huge moment for me. It's like, okay, I just got to show up. Uh, I gotta, and it's just simple math. I have to outwork everyone. So I decided that I wanted to I wanted to start implementing some daily routines in my life. So at this point, right, like after I heard Kobe say that, I started waking up. I want to say it was like five o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning during that time. I don't remember specifically which one it was, but I knew that I wanted to get better at something physically and that I wanted to be able to see it. And I was going to be able to translate that into other things that I did. So. I decided that I was going to pick up basketball, right? I, I, um, ever since middle school, I'd played basketball a lot and I, I played a lot with my best friends and different things. They, they grew up playing basketball. So because of them, I started doing it and I was for most of my basketball career, right? Or what I'll call career. I was the defensive person. And since I was really fast and I wasn't very good at basketball, I was a person that would go and play defense and kind of lock down the, the, the best defensive player on the court. And but I was never very athletic or very good scoring. All right. Um, during the years, I've gotten better, but it, I was still I still couldn't keep up with my best friends. Right. Like when we played a hustle or a game of twenty one, um, usually I got the most out of myself and the enjoyment out of playing defense. And it wasn't very often that I would win a, a, a game of twenty one. Right. So during this time, I was like, okay, I'm gonna show up every single day to the court. I'm gonna do part of my daily routine. It included meditating and doing different things. Um, but it was just like, okay, you're gonna show up daily. And I picked up ten drills. Right? I looked up ten drills, and and that was it. That those were the ten drills that I was gonna do for about three to six months, and I was gonna do them consistently and do them do them as perfectly as I could um, for during that time. So it was very simple. It was like me standing under right under the hoop and doing a um, right hand layup, left hand layup, um, then reverse right hand, reverse left hand. Then I would actually do layups, right hand, left hand. I would do layups um, to the front of the rim. Then I would do a one dribble um, pull up to the right hand side, a one dribble pull up to the left hand side. Um, and then there were some dribbling drills, right? And and I did that every single day and, and, and free throws as well. And it was fascinating to see like after a few weeks, it became it became so smooth, right? Like I never had a smooth shot, and it just felt smooth. And and it was something that I had practiced maybe in the past every now and then, but because I was being so consistent and showing up daily, like I was just able to make shots, and and it became really cool, right? But I I knew that okay. So once I started doing that, I knew that I needed to 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 compete in a level where I was I could prove to myself that I was getting better. And and it was funny because it kind of all happened by time, but when i said that i was i was playing basketball consistently from middle school on um there were several people my best friends at the time were serge danny and kenny right and and i would consistently play with them and they were better than me um especially and kenny was one person that was really good right like kenny was and kenny kenny understood this principle way before i did right because he he did, he became good at basketball in a year and it was for this this specific reason but anyway um I decided to, well, no, how it ended up happening was I hadn't talked to Kenny for years and we ended up reconnecting and we were kind of talking about different things. And one day I asked him if he wanted to play basketball and he met me at the court 
and 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 I knew in my head I was like this is my opportunity I was like if if I can stand toe to toe with Kenny if I can actually like do this then I know I've gotten better right and I'll be able to use this for everything else so actually we we play a game up to I want to say it's to 15 yeah I think we played to 15 and or 11 maybe maybe it was 11 and I am and and I was just I was doing everything that I had practiced one dribble pull up to the right one dribble pull up to the left right handed uh, um right-handed layups left-handed layups everything was going in I was and I was I was in control of the game and that had never happened um and it's funny because now that I think about it I I wish I would have kept the mentality because the moment that I realized that I had gotten better right it was like that was that was winning for me that was the that was what I wanted right and so it was funny because I remember um, I think it was it might have in the game might have even been to seven I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure but I just remember that I had gotten to, I got to the point where I was like one point away, and then he he made a few shots and, and we were tied and all I had to do was score one more and I remember getting it on the left hand, um, on the three in the corner three pointer, <clears throat> and I got it and all I had to do was score one point and I knew that all I had to do was lay it up and he was under the rim, and I drove and I ran to him and I drove he kind of went over me I ducked under and I went up and I missed that layup. Um, and he got it and he, and he scored and he won. But I just remember thinking to myself, like, man, like I did it. Like I, I accomplished this. Right. And looking now, I was like, man, I wish I would have had that. I, I would have kept the mentality because I, I, I let up after I realized that I was in control. Um, but the point is, right, like I was able to do that. And, and like I, I was able to to get to a point to playing with Kenny that I had never achieved and it was just because I had done consistent I had consistently show up and I was making jump shots and and that was I, that was something I'd never accomplished before and it was really cool but it, it realistically what it gave me that day I, I I had the confidence that I could achieve anything if I just put in the time and effort and I understood that, that it was simple math and it it, it it was huge for me um and just realizing those routines of the things that I had to do, right? And and that's what I wanted to talk about today, right? The principle, the principle of taking massive action, right? Because what happens is, you know, if we've talked about everything else, if you show up daily for your body to strengthen your body, your mind, you're, you have amazing role models. You are putting yourself in proximity of people that will help you achieve things, right? Like all you have to do is take, all that's missing, that missing link is for you to take massive action. If you show up daily, if you show up daily and you put in the work, um, like there, there's no way that you won't, that you won't succeed, right? And, and I think one thing that I like to, to make sure that I, that I point out here about taking massive action, right? Cause I see the people that I see fail or the times that I failed in my life, it's been for a few reasons, right? And I've seen, and I don't know if you've ever heard this, right? But I, I think this is huge. The definition of insanity, right? Einstein says that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? So most people that I see fail are for one or two things. Either they give up, right? Or they have that insanity mindset where they, they, they do the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result, right? And what I need you to understand is when you do take massive action, what you have to do is you, you you show up every day and you you take action and you have to realize are am I moving forward or am I not? Is this action actually helping me or not? Right? And you have to keep on changing that thing. You have to realize that you're gonna keep on making changes until you achieve your goal, right? So it's not just I'm gonna show up daily and I'm gonna take the same massive action and hope that this, that uh, a different result comes out. Is you have to see is this actually 
helping me move forward or not? If it is, I'm going to keep on doing it. If it's not, I'm, I'm changing that. And you're constantly going to make changes and changes and changes and changes until you achieve your goal, right? That moment that you achieve your goal, it's because you are able to, to tweak so many things that you realize this is the pattern that I have to follow on a daily basis to achieve my goals, right? So it's, it's kind of like that. And, um, and I've heard Tony Robbins talk about it this way, and I thought it was great. It was, how long would you let your child fall until you say that he's not a walker? Right? And that's ridiculous, right? Like, you would never, like, limit your child and say, nope, they're not walking, right? Like, oh, nope, he's 10 months old, he's a year and a half, he's two years. No, you just let him try, right? And and obviously, this happened to me recently because my daughter is a year and a half, so she recently started walking maybe about six, eight months ago. And um, I remember my son coming up to me and being like, Dad, how come Leah doesn't walk? Right? And I was like, oh, no, she just has to learn. And, you know, we would help her, and, and he would help me help her. Um, and now like he, he, like, I remember the first day, first time he saw her take a step, he's like, dad, she's taking a step. And then she fell and he's like, oh, dad, she fell. And he's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. She'll get back up. And sure enough, as like, she was so determined to walk that she would, no matter how many times she fell, she would actually get up and keep trying. Right. And that's the goal, right? Like you have to, she would get up and keep trying. Right. So that was taking massive action. But then the next thing that she would do is that she would try to figure out, it was like, okay, why am I falling? And I was like, maybe I have to lean forward. Maybe I have to lean back. Like, what is it that I can do? And she would try different things until she figured it out. And it was crazy, too, because, like, it was a great example to see it from my daughter because my daughter learned how to walk on her own. Like, she literally taught herself. I remember she would go up to this chalkboard that we have. She would stand up. She would hold on to the front of the chalkboard, and she would take about three or four steps back. Then she would push herself until she was standing and then she would take like two or three steps until she got to the chalkboard. And that's how she learned how to walk. And, and that was her way of like of changing it up until she found the thing that that allowed her to achieve her goal. And she just kept on doing it. So just kind of have that mindset. You're going to have to keep on changing. You're going to have to keep on making shifts until you find until you find the right patterns. Once you find those right patterns, you just consistently have to show up and do them. And um, once again, always remember this, right? Insanity definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result if if you're doing something over and over again and you're not getting the result that you want that means you have to make some sort of change there's something of what you're doing that is not correct um and just just remember that right like you you all you got to do is wake up every single morning do the same things do do have a pattern or routine of something that's going to make you successful keep on doing it and then if you don't if you see that there's something in there that's not working you make changes right you always have to reevaluate um that's why i like in i tend to always do a bunch of things in the morning when i wake up i get a lot of actions done um like podcasting and different things like that because it just allows me to create momentum and at the end of the night i like to in the middle of the day actually i meditate and i look at i i look at my thoughts and feelings okay what worked what didn't work um what am i feeling right now and then late at night i um I, I journal right before going to bed. I, I and not only do I think about what am I going to do the next morning, right? Which I'll talk about more about that in another episode. I, I set my day up for the next morning, for the next day, knowing what I'm going to do. But I also reflect and just like, okay, like what worked, what didn't work. I tried this, what didn't work, right? Um, same thing with like my webinars, right? Like I'm doing weekly webinars or weekly uh, or daily podcast episodes, right? Like I'll listen to them and see like, okay, what worked, what didn't work. What worked, what didn't work. Right? And the things that didn't work, okay, let's let's change those. The things that worked, how can we improve them? And it's just constantly looking at that. And um, 
and realizing that you, you're going to have a repertoire of weapons at the end of the journey, right? Like the goal is to like find the one thing and get really good at it. Like Kobe, that's what Kobe would do, right? He would find, he's like, what do I need to work on? And when he was 11, he decided he needed to work on his jump shot. He did, and he worked on his jump shot for six months straight, and that was the only thing that he focused on. Once he got that, I was like, oh, okay, now I need, I need to do a one dribble pull-up. It's like, okay, so then the next six months, boom, boom, boom. By the end of his career, you know, the man looked like Michael Jordan on the court because he had a huge repertoire of, or he had an arsenal of moves that he can go to, right? He could go left hand, right hand. He could shoot with both hands. He can go fade away. Like he could do left shoulder, right shoulder. He had so many moves that no one could keep up with him because of that, right? Like he just went and he focused on one specific thing. He nailed it. Boom. What's the next thing that I can work on and stuff like that, right? Like you, you gotta, you have to have that mentality of like, I'm going to I'm going to work on this daily and and I'm going to get better. 1% better. 1% 1% better. And um if if you get 1% better by the end of the year, you'll be 365% better than when you when you were when you first got started. So that's huge. Like you got to have small incremental wins and just like making those changes. Um well, yeah, that's pretty much it for today like right? So we've gone through them, right? The first day was um strengthen and feed the feed your mind, right? Day 2 was strengthen and feed your body. Day three was find a role model or find role models. Day four was the power of proximity. And day five is take massive action. We have one more, um, one more, one more principle, right? We have one more principle that I'll go ahead and I'll talk about tomorrow. Um, and honestly, for me, is the it's the one thing that connects it all. It's the one thing that, that puts it all together and delivers it in a package where it, it makes me better. And um, and and it's pretty is it's cool to see once. Once you practice it enough, it's cool to see how it all comes together, and and it's, and I'll kind of share how it became it it, it it allowed me to have this career. Uh, practicing those six things on a daily basis are what allow me to be successful here. So, with that being said, guys, I just want to thank you so much for showing up today. Um, if you'd like more information on how you can work one on one with me or learn more from me, you go to podcast.givinggrowdaily.com. Other than that, just thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for being a uh, a full throttle entrepreneur wanting to to take things to another level um and and i just want to thank you for that i want to let you know that i'm proud of you i believe in you um if you have not subscribed to the show i don't know what you're doing go ahead and subscribe to the show please make sure to leave a review um and that's pretty much i think for it guys i hope you have a great day if you have any friends or family that you know could benefit from this go please and share this Uh, but other than that i hope you have an amazing day um let me go ahead and read out our mantra out today I play all out. I see opportunity where others see impossibility. I contribute to something bigger than myself. I stay focused and take massive action. I am unstoppable. I am a full throttle entrepreneur. All right, say that to yourself daily. Matter of fact, send me an email or or contact me, and I'll send you. Um, I have a phone cover just for this. That's pretty cool. So you can read it daily and get into your mind, right? So uh, if you want that, it's at, uh, the emails. John Diaz. John is what? No, sorry. It's John at GiveAndGrowDaily.com. John is Y-O-H-N. So Y-O-H-N at GiveAndGrowDaily.com. Hope you have an amazing day and talk to you guys tomorrow.